Thank you for joining me on the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I am Jackie Henderson, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in holistic and somatic practices. On this podcast, we have real talk about mental health issues, including trauma, depression, anxiety, personality disorders, and much, much more. I hope that you'll enjoy the show. Let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today we're talking about cultivating a fulfilled life. And cultivating reminds me of the idea of gardening. And we're going to use the idea of gardening, a metaphor of creating a fulfilled life, the same as we would create a garden. And in order to create a garden, we first have to find the fertile soil. So we have to go underneath the surface. We have to go deeper into ourselves, into our lives, into our garden, into the dirt. And once we've gone deeper in and we've gotten to the fertile soil, we have to start planting seeds. We have to put seeds of growth, seeds of hope, seeds of wisdom, seeds of education, seeds of awareness, We have to plant these seeds in the fertile soil. And once those seeds are planted, patience takes over. We have to let them grow. We have to let them develop. We have to let them take root in us, take energy into our souls, into our spirit, into the ground, into the earth. And once those seeds are rooted, we have to make sure we keep them safe. We want to have boundaries to keep out the critters, to keep out the weeds, to keep out anything that could damage our growth, our seeds from blooming. And we also need to add our self-care practices, which are comparable to water and sunshine, feeding the seeds so that they do grow, that we continue to nurture them, that we give them what they need to grow into beautiful blossoms. And eventually, if we do all these practices, we start to see the seeds bud. They shoot up out of the earth and they tend to grow tall, healthy, as long as we continue to keep the boundaries, keep the critters out, keep the weeds away. We continue to do our self-care practices of, of feeding the flowers, feeding the plants, watering them, giving them sunshine, sunlight energy givers. We need to give them all the things they need to develop. And once these flowers or crops or plants develop, we have these beautiful blossoms and we care for them and we love them and we're grateful for them. So why is this similar to creating and cultivating a fulfilled life? We need to have patience. We need to go deeper. We need to go onto a soul level. We have to allow these seeds to grow that we're planting in our lives. We have to allow time, patience, protection, boundaries, and self-care practices in order to create this fulfilled life. It doesn't happen on its own. We need to protect it. We need to cultivate it. We need to be patient. We need to feed it. We need to hydrate it. We need to develop it in a way that we really care and nurture for this fulfilled life. This takes mindfulness. Mindfulness tells us that we need to pay attention to each moment, how we're starting the day, how we're ending the day, 
how we're spending our thoughts, auditing our thoughts, our time, our energy throughout the day. Being completely aware, just like the garden, you want to go out every day and check it out, make sure no weeds are growing, no critters are getting into it, it's well watered, well fed, well lit. We have to do that with our lives. We have to pay attention. We can't just go through the motions of life and expect to be fulfilled. We can live in ignorance and not know that there is more out there. But if you want true happiness, true joy, true contentment, hope for the future, hope for today, unconditional love, we have to pay attention. We have to slow down. We have to audit our lives. Are we taking the time to do the things necessary to create a life that is fulfilling, that is deeper, that's going to give us meaning, give us inspiration, give us joy, be a service to others, be a service to ourselves. Here are some ways to cultivate a fulfilling life. You want to be self-reflective. You want to look at your life. Is this the life that you've always wanted? Are you living the life that you've dreamt of? Is it fulfilling? Is it happy? Is it joyful? Do you feel good about yourself? Look at your life. Look at how the choices you've made up until now. And if it's not how you want it to be, today's the day to change. Today's the day to make some shifts in your life to really make it the best life possible. We cannot move forward and grow if we don't reflect on where we've been and where we are. So taking the time to really examine your life and see what's going well, what's not going well, how can I make it better? Be open-minded. Don't live in a small-minded world. The world is your playground. You can do whatever you want. You can live an abundant mindset and see the world, adventure out into the world, try new things, try new hobbies, go back to school, take part in things that you never thought you could do before. Or you can live in a scarcity mindset and live in a very small box of a life. You don't have to live small. Be open-minded. Try new things. Believe that you have the power and the ability and all it takes to try something new, to make the best life possible. Be open-minded to new possibility. Continue to learn. Continue to be a student in this world. We never stop growing. If we stop growing, we stop living. If you stop cultivating your garden, the plants are not going to survive. They're not going to make it. It's important that you spend time to cultivate yourself, your brain, your mind, your spirit. Be a lifelong learner. Take time to learn something new that you've never learned before. Challenge yourself with a new hobby. Challenge yourself by going back to school. Challenge yourself by taking a course. It can be a simple course, a cooking course. It could be a music course. You could take those singing lessons you've always dreamt of. But never stop learning. Always feed your soul. Practice empathy. Try to put yourself in someone else's shoes. There's so much hatred in our world these days. There's so much intolerance. And we want to be more understanding, more loving, more accepting. So try practicing empathy. 
try to imagine what it would be like to live in another country and live in a different culture. Try to understand what it would be like to be a man in this world if you're a female. What would it be like to be a female in this world if you're a male? What would it be like to be a child growing up in this world? What's it like to be a teacher in this world? What's it like to be a nurse? What's it like to be a pet, a dog? I always think about that looking at my dog who's only like 8 to 10 inches tall. What's it like in her perspective to see this giant world around her? Practicing empathy helps you to be more understanding of others, gets you out of your own self-absorbed world, and helps you to see the world through other people's eyes. Expand your mind. Practice emotional regulation. This is important. How do you manage your emotions? Do you get reactive? Do you flip out? Do you blow things out of proportion? Do you get very emotional and labile or do you manage your emotions in a way that's healthy? Can you step back from a situation and examine it objectively? Can you proceed mindfully into conflict? Can you handle conflict? Can you handle when someone's mad at you? Can you manage your grieving, your sadness? These things are challenging but it's a goal of our lives to be able to regulate our emotions so we can be more balanced, that we can have a balanced life and a very responsive approach to emotions and conflict and relationships. And if emotional regulation, managing your emotions is hard for you, as I always say, get yourself a coach, get yourself a therapist and work on that because it really is a game changer when you're able to manage yourself. Practice social responsibility. What is the last thing you did for your community? What is the last thing you did for your country? What is the last thing you've done for your fellow man? Are you doing anything to help others? Are you volunteering? Are you donating? Are you spending time helping? Being socially responsible puts us in an act of service. And when we become people who work in acts of service, we're giving to others, we're inspiring others, we're giving back. And that is the greatest gift we can give. You know, it's nice to have this great life of our own and to make money, to be successful, to do well, to have a happy family. But wouldn't it be nice to help others who don't? Wouldn't it be nice to stand up for others who don't have a voice? Wouldn't it be nice to give back to the world that has given you so much? Practice social responsibility. And remember, when you're taking on views, point of views, whether it's political, religious, any type of view that you have that's yours, remember other people have theirs. Yours is not the only one. So you might feel strongly about your beliefs and that's okay, but allow people to have theirs too. Take some perspective in life and know that not everyone thinks like you do. Not everyone has the same beliefs as you do. So it's okay to share the world with people who don't agree with you. You don't have to be mad at them. You don't have to be angry with them. You, There might be people you completely disagree with and you don't believe in their their beliefs at all. You have nothing in common with them, but there's no place for hate. There's no place for 
really being aggressive toward these people. Just live and let live and practice your own views and let others do the same. Do you know your values? Living a fulfilled life means knowing what you care about. What do you care about? Some people care about family. Some people care about money. Some people care about religion. Some people care about politics. Some people care about volunteering. Some people care about relationships and love. Some people care about going out into nature and spending time outside. What are your values? Knowing your values is very important. It helps you form decisions. It helps you to understand you yourself very, very well. And it helps you to understand who you align with. If someone in relationship does not share your values, it's going to be a bumpy road in that relationship. If you start working for a company that does not align with your values, you're not going to last very long at that job or you're going to be very unhappy with that job. So it's important to know your values, what you stand for, what's important to you, what motivates you. Because when you know your own values, you find people, relationships, jobs that align with your values and match you. Be a mentor or get a mentor. Having someone guide you along this path of life is really important. And you're never too young or you're never too old to get a mentor. You can be 50, 60 years old and trying something new or in a job that you're going nowhere. Find someone that's successful at it. Find someone that's doing well. Find someone that is further along than you are and ask them to guide you. Most people would love to help others if they're in a position higher up. They love to give back. And of course, there's some that don't, and that's okay. Those are not your people. But ask for help. Ask for guidance. Ask for wisdom. Ask for mentors. And if you are further along than others, be a mentor to others. Help them along. Give them some support. Give them some insight and wisdom guide them along because that helps you. That's giving back. That's an act of service. In order to live a fulfilled life, we want to have make sure our basic needs are met, of course, food and shelter and things like that. But we want to take it to another level. Tony Robbins says we have six basic needs. One is the need for variety. We need to have some adventure in our lives. The second is security. We need to know that we're secure, we're safe, and that we have all our needs met, basic needs met. Third is love and connection. We want to have relationships with people. We want to feel close to people. Fourth is significance. We want to feel important. We want to feel like we matter. Fifth is continuing to grow as a human, developing yourself, getting an education, getting a spiritual life, continuing to grow and change and evolve as a human. And the sixth is service to others, helping others. And we want to fulfill these needs. These needs are important to us as humans. And as we develop these needs and really feel like they are thriving in our lives, our lives are going to feel more fulfilled. So there's some things that we want to just sort of examine in our life, audit in our lives. How's your physical health? Are you taking care of yourself? How's your emotional health? 
Are you getting coaching, counseling? Are you taking care of your emotions? Social life, are you out there having fun, enjoying yourself, making friends, trying new hobbies so you meet new people? Financial, are you taking care of yourself financially? Are you working enough? Are you getting a job that suits your needs? Are you making the money to get your basic needs met? Some people, financial is a value, so they thrive in the financial world, they put it first, it's a high priority, they work really hard at making money. But we all need money on some level, so even if it's not a value to you, be sure you're working on getting your needs met in a financial way. Mental, how's your mental health? How's your mind? How's your intellect? Are you getting educated? Are you a lifelong learner? Are you learning new things? Are you watching documentaries? Are you reading books that inspire you and teach you something new? When was the last time you learned something new? How's your career? How's your job? Is it something you enjoy? This life is a short life. We spend a lot of time working, so you want to make sure that you're doing a job that brings you joy and financial gain and connection with others. Environmental, do you like where you live? Do you like how you live? Do you like the area that you're in? Do you like where you spend your time? Audit this and see how you're doing. Maybe a geographical change might be a great way to inspire your life and bring you closer to fulfillment. Maybe exploring where you live now and really finding the joy in where you are. And your spiritual life. How's your spiritual life doing? Are you doing things that feed your soul? They, uh, Wayne Dyer said, we are not humans living a soul experience, but we are souls living a human experience. So are you feeding your soul? Are you having a spiritual life? What are your spiritual beliefs? And even if you don't believe in religion, it's important to know that we do have spirit, we do have a soul, and you need to feed it on some level. Give it nurturing, give it love. And coming back to the garden metaphor and all these things we just talked about, take time. You take time to cultivate a garden. You don't just plant all these seeds, take the time to dig up the dirt and plant the seeds and then just ignore it. No, you go out there and you make sure you weed the garden. You make sure the critters stay out. You make sure you give it food and water and sunlight. And as they grow, you have this beautiful gift to the world, this garden. I think about when I walk in the neighborhoods with my dog and I see people's, who, people's homes that you can tell they cultivate their garden. Their home looks beautiful, their garden looks beautiful, their landscape looks beautiful. They really care about it. And then you'll walk past another home where it doesn't, you can tell that there's no cultivating there. It's overgrowth, it's not taken care of, it's out of control. Is your life out of control? If your life is out of control, it's time to start cultivating it. It's time to start taking control of it. It's time to make a decision that I want to live a better life. And in order to live a more fulfilled life, you have to choose to live a fulfilled life. You have to choose to go deeper into your spirit, into your soul, into your mind, into your body. You have to choose to plant these seeds. You have to choose to take care of them, to have the self-care practices of all these things we talked about 
your brain, your soul, your mind, feed it. And as these seeds grow, you have to make sure you set your boundaries so you don't allow anything or anyone in that is going to stop your growth. Any toxic people, any negativity, anything that stops you from moving forward. Put the boundaries up. Leave the critters out of the garden. Keep weeding your garden. Pay attention. Honor your garden with good food, spiritual food, physical food, intellectual food, exercise. All that stuff is part of taking care of your fulfilled life, living your best life, self-care practices. And I promise, once you start really taking control of your life, making conscious decisions to make every part of your life powerful, strengthened, inspired, nurtured, cultivated, you're going to have a fulfilled life. It's going to look like a beautiful garden. Thank you for joining me on You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and that you will consider supporting the show in a few different ways. You can share it with friends, you can write a review, or you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. Go down to the episode description and click the link support the show and you can support us financially and just share it. Tell everyone you know, stay well, be healthy, and I'll see you next time.